Podcast. It's the marketing podcast for podcasters. Build a big podcast. My name is David Hooper. Bigpodcast.com. That's where you can find me. And you can find me here talking about growing your podcast audience, crafting your message in a way that people care about, making money with your podcast, making a podcast that people would miss if it went away. This is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. Everything is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. All the links, more information, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Here's what I'm talking about on this episode. Get the tape. How to optimize your LinkedIn profile. Four types of influencers and trust. How to overcome fear of failure. RE20. Famous Mike, I'm talking into one right now. This is a shock mount mod. Going to talk about that and also mods for your recording studio. Making your space exactly what you need to get a good podcast on tape. Snowed in and podcasting. Also some classified ads, things that I think will help you to grow your podcast, get the audience you want, spread a message, make money, make your mother proud. I'm going to be going from thing to thing to thing all within this one episode. And in between these things, you're going to hear this sound. It's like an old school children's audiobook, which back in the day we called a book with a record attached. This episode of Build a Big Podcast is brought to you by Riverside.fm. What is Riverside? It's a virtual studio that makes recording and editing at the highest quality possible, accessible to everyone. When I think back about getting started in radio, I did my first show, first production, over 30 years ago. And before you say, hey man, you're old. Yeah, maybe. But I started when I was a teenager. We recorded a quarter-inch magnetic tape on a reel-to-reel recorder. The edits that we made were on the tape with a grease pencil. And you cut them out with a razor blade. You don't have to do that anymore. Riverside.fm makes it easy. That's what I talk about when I'm talking about making it accessible to anyone. Also, the quality that you get is better. And you can talk to somebody on the other side of the world and have it sound like you were in the same room. You get separate audio and video tracks for easy editing. And Riverside has AI, artificial intelligence. They call it Magic Clips. It uses AI to find the most compelling moments in your content and automatically create short videos with overlay captions. How much time is that going to save you? You could have an entire episode done in the time it took me to make one cut back in the day. I want you to try it for free. It's riverside.fm. That's how to do it. Go there now. Sign up for free. You're going to look great. You're going to sound great. You're going to be able to promote yourself with those magic clips. And I think you're going to want to stick around. When you do, this is the discount code. It's going to get you 15% off. Big podcast. B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's riverside.fm. The discount code. Big podcast. B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That was live, by the way. I know. Put music in it. People think, man, you're just pressing a button. No, no, never. Never. The intro, the outro, all ads read by me. We're going to talk more about that on a future episode. That's something you need to do every single time. What would Bill O'Reilly do? We'll do it live. That's right. Intro, outro, and your ads. All right, let's get to this issue. Get the tape. You never forget your first episode, even though sometimes it's so bad you wish you could. But sometimes those first episodes are great. A lot of people in the podcasting community, they know of Dan Miller. I just heard an episode of School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson talking about Dan Miller. Messages about him have been all over social media and all sorts of podcasts over the last week. I met Dan in 2005. I brought him into the studio to talk about his book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. That's the title. He was one of the first 10 people that I interviewed for my show, Music Business Radio. And the first who was not in the music business. But I'd read the book, and I felt the message was important for musicians. I also brought him in. This is the real reason. (laughs) Let's peek behind the curtain on this one. I also brought him in because I knew he could talk, 
and that he could cover for me. Do the math. I mentioned the Riverside ad, how long I've been doing this, 1991, so over 30 years. And this is 2005. This is 14 years into that. But what I had not done was a lot of long-form hosting. I had an hour to cover, technically 54 minutes after six minutes of commercials. And I was like, uh, uh, I didn't know that I could do it. My engineer was a well-known radio DJ. He was guiding me. My producer, he'd also been in the radio business, so I was kind of over my head. In these first 10 episodes, I was really trying to stack the decks in my favor. So Dan, he'd been on local radio. I was aware of him. I knew he was doing live speaking. I knew he could talk. He wrote a book, and I'd written books, and I knew that to write a book, you need to be pretty familiar with what you're talking about. So I thought, okay, he's written a book on this stuff. He knows it, and he's a good speaker. This guy can cover for me. Dan Miller passed this week after recently finding out he had advanced pancreatic cancer. One day you're here, the next day you're not. But the tape, the tape lives on. And a note about tape, because <laughs> I was talking about recording the magnetic tape earlier. I'm not actually recording to tape. Everything is digital. But we still call it tape. You probably know this. Sometimes, though, people don't know it. Why are you calling it tape? We don't use tape anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't roll up the windows or dial a phone either. But words last, just like tape lasts. That's my message to you. Get the tape. Seriously. Call somebody that you've been meaning to interview right now. Make it happen. Because again, one day you're here, the next day you are not. And I've talked about this on the show before, missing Kenny Rogers. Missed it. He's gone, man. Missed that opportunity. I've missed a few people. I don't like when that happens. If you do enough interviews, you're working with enough busy people, it's going to happen, but I don't like it. So right now, think about that interview that you want. You've been meaning to get around to it. Do it. By the way, if you need an intro, I know a lot of people. Reach out to me, Mastodon, Blue Sky, or Threads. If I know somebody, I'll see what I can do for you. The links and more thoughts, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, real quick, I want to talk about Big Podcast AMP. If you like this newsletter, you're going to love Big Podcast AMP. AMP stands for Audio Monetization Program. It's a personal coaching program. It's me working with you, and I'm going to help you do three things. One, grow your podcast audience. Two, get people talking about your podcast. And three, make more money with your podcast. I've got all the details at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. We're in a brand new year. If you want to finish it out strong, I can help you make that happen. Again, it's called Big Podcast AMP Audio Monetization Program, and I've got more information at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How to optimize your LinkedIn profile. Have you ever moved away from the old neighborhood, then you go back after a few years of being away, and it's a completely different place? Everybody's left, new businesses have come in, new people have come in, old houses, old buildings, maybe they've been torn down. That's Twitter. It is almost worthless now. Just like the old neighborhood where people have gone somewhere else, the podcasting community has moved to LinkedIn. If you're looking to make the most of it, I've got a list of profile examples. This will give you some ideas of ways that you can modify your profile page for maximum impact. I've got those at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And something related, if you are already on LinkedIn, you may be aware of the Top Voices badge. This is a certification by LinkedIn. There are two of them. One of them is fairly easy to get. It's called the Community Top Voices badge. There's one for podcasting. Your profile will say Top Podcasting Voice. I got one of these. And let me tell you how I got it. You do a bunch of blog roundups. Remember those things? Somebody would ask you a question 
What are your predictions for the new year? And you hear my predictions for the new year. And then the organizer puts you with a bunch of other people in hopes that you and all those other people will drive traffic to that page. LinkedIn is basically doing that. A blog roundup, if you do enough of them and people find your information helpful, you'll get a top voice badge for your profile. Does it matter? No, I don't think so. Like I said, I had one. And when I got it, they said, you know, this is only for 30 days. So you need to keep this up. Keep answering these questions. And I said, no, no, I'm not playing that game. I mean, look, I've been caught up in this gamification thing. You know, do this and we'll give you a star next to your name. It's like you're in first grade. Remember that? They have those metal stars, those little foil stickers. (laughs) If you're good. And at the end of the month, you'll get a treat, something like that. <laughs> it's completely manipulative. And here we are, you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. We're being manipulated just like first graders. I don't think it's worth it. You may think it's worth it. I think it's one of those things like the bestseller status on Amazon. People say, oh, I was the number one book on Amazon. Oh, were you on Amazon? Or was it some kind of category Number one book in the bait and tackle category between 2 and 3 a.m. in Chunky, Mississippi. That's how that works. You can give an award for anything. It's almost like a multi-level marketing thing. They'll give you an award for opening an envelope. It's kind of embarrassing. People working for crumbs. They're not even real crumbs. You can't eat them. They're digital crumbs. Anyway, LinkedIn is doing that. I do think being on LinkedIn is worthwhile. If you are on LinkedIn, look me up, David Hooper. Right now, I'm finishing up a brand new book. I'm looking for examples of podcasts to put in this book. There are two ways I'm getting the word out about it. One of them is the mailing list. You can sign up for that at bigpodcast.com. The second way, LinkedIn. So go there, look me up. More information at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Four types of influencers and trust. I think you're going to find this helpful. This is about the four types of everyday influencers. What does that mean? This is who people trust and what people trust. Number one, friends, family, and coworkers. 91% of survey respondents trust their friends and family for advice or ideas on products. Meaning, what podcast should I listen to? People are asking their friends. People are asking their family. These are the people that know you best. These are the people that are the most effective. And this is one of the reasons the podcasts are so effective. This is a relationship building tool. You can spend 20, 30 minutes with somebody like you every week. People get to know you. They like you. They agree with you. When you say something, oh yeah, I like that guy. And I agree with him most of the time. I'm probably going to agree with him and like this thing. That's your pitch for sponsorship. 91% of survey respondents trust their friends and family for ideas and advice on products. That's me. I'm their friends. I'm their family. This is why you should pay me to sponsor my podcast. There's your pitch. Number two, ratings and reviews. 52% of people have some trust in them. Where are the other 48%? I don't know, maybe a lot of trust. But most people do not. Yet how often do we see podcasters, hey, leave me a rating and review. This is how I make the show better. Is it really? Are those handful of reviews really helping you to make your show better? Or is that just an ego stroke? I mean, go for them if you want. But most people... This is 52%. They've only got some trust in them. They're skeptical. Number three, employees as influencers. 52% say they trust the advice they receive online or in store from a brand employee. Some. They sort of trust it. 
And I get that. If you're at a big event, NAM, National Association of Music Merchants, saw that an electro voice was there. I'm talking into an electro voice mic. And if I were to go up to these guys and ask them about the electro voice mic, and I've actually done this at a show. I said, what's the deal, man? These pre-1990s RE20s, do they really sound different than the new ones? <laughs> That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Go on eBay and look up a pre-1990s electro voice RE20. Even the ones that are old, beat up, rattling, people are like, oh man, I gotta have one of those. The magnets are different. And the guy said, no, there's no difference. It's the same thing. We've changed out where we source one part, but it's the same part. The reason the 90s mics sound different is because you've got 30 years of somebody spitting into it. 30 years of grime and gross. That funk, it changes how the mic picks up. But there's no difference otherwise. I trust that guy more than I do Audio Engineer 69 on Reddit. Number four, online communities. Speaking of Reddit, consumers age 18 to 24 are the most likely to trust online communities a lot. Everybody else, I think we've been burnt by them. <laughs> hey man, Audio Engineer said that this pre-1990s RE20 sounds great. And you get it, not so much. All that grime and gross in there. So that's the four things. Friends, family, and coworkers, ratings and reviews, employees as influencers, and also online communities. You know people are not trusting? One, celebrity influencers. And two, influencers who specialize in a subject area. 33% say they didn't trust this group at all. Something I've noticed about the influencer market, I don't know that we can put podcasters in this category because podcasters are doing long-form content. They're going a little bit deeper than a quick, I don't know, 90 seconds, maybe two-minute social media video, stills, something where they're promoting anything as long as the price is right. I think this is why one-third of the people say they don't trust this group at all. So I'm not going to throw you into that category, but... If you're thinking about it, man, you got to be careful. You got to be careful because people want to come into that relationship that you've got with your audience. That's why people love podcasters. We've got a relationship with the people who listen to us. We spend so much time with them, usually alone, in the car, in headphones. People feel like they know us. That is a whole lot different than these social media influencers where you're scrolling through Instagram, TikTok, and it's on to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. You don't spend time with any of them. They all got kind of the same thing. Same clothes. Shein. Timu. <laughs> Fast fashion. All the same kind of vibe. Same music. Because they picked something out of the Instagram playlist. It's a great opportunity for podcasters. That's how I'm looking at it. And as I mentioned, it is probably the reason that companies invest money in podcast sponsorships. You want help with this? I can do it. I talked about Big Podcast Amp, audio monetization program. I've got more information on that and also these four types of influencers and trust at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How to overcome fear of failure. Got a video linked. You know where, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's Seth Godin discussing the concept of genius. He says that it's not limited to a select few, but exists within all individuals, even you. But there's a problem. Associated fear is deeply ingrained in our DNA and it shows up even when there's no real danger. Sometimes it shows up in podcasting. So how can you showcase your genius work if you're scared? Seth Godin says there are two ways. One, 
dancing with the fear and viewing it as a compass that indicates that we're onto something important, acknowledging that what we're doing might not work. I love this. It is very scary to release a podcast to the world. It's very scary sometimes due to a social media post. I think about this a lot with anything that's not a broadcast. Anytime somebody can respond to you, they might not like what you're doing. And if you're reaching enough people, there are definitely people that don't like what you're doing. That's the nature of the world. You can go in there with all earnestness and say, here, $100, homeless man. Do something positive with it. And somebody say, by God, that guy's just going to go spend it on drugs. You're enabling him. He should go get a job. Somebody's got a problem with it. And you're just trying to help the guy out because it's cold outside and he looks like he's hungry. That's the world that we live in. Don't let that stop you. Seth Godin also has this thing called unlimited bowling. What is that? I think about this when I think about tape that I used to record on. These days, we've got unlimited bowling, meaning, and I'll give you an example. I have a backup recorder. It's the Zoom F3, 32-bit float, better than anything that I ever had when I was using magnetic tape. This thing is amazing. I can whisper like this. And I can blow it up as loud as I want to without any kind of background noise. Or I can yell and it's not going to clip because it's got so much data on me. And I've got one little SD card in there. This thing can hold 80 hours of content. I don't remember what the tape would do. I feel like my tape, and I've used different versions over the years, reel to reel that we use recording musicians, that was either 15 IPS, which is inches per second, or 30 IPS. And I seem to remember what we used to record on for radio was either seven and a half IPS, seven and a half inches per second, or 15 IPS. That was when we really needed good quality. So you can imagine going through that. That's feet and feet and feet of tape. You don't have that much tape. And that's what he's talking about with unlimited bowling. We've got unlimited bowling. I used to not have a studio. You used to have to book a studio to record. You've got an hour, maybe two hours. You've got to get it done, man, because somebody else is coming in right after you. Hanging out and trying things wasn't an option. And think about that when you're bowling. If you're playing by the frame, you go into the bowling alley, said, okay, you got 10 frames. You're not going to waste your time playing shots that might not work. You want to win the game. We don't have to worry about that with podcasting. Unlimited tape, more or less. 80 hours, that's going to be enough. You're going to run out before this recorder does. Embrace it. If you mess it up, take a breath, start over again. You can fix your mistake in the edit without a grease pencil, without a razor blade. It is easy. Get in there and make those mistakes. I got more information. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. RE20 Shock Mount Mod. An Electro Voice RE20, this one that I'm talking into, 449 is the price that I just saw when I looked it up. So $449, that gets you the mic. The official shock mount that holds the mic onto the boom, that's a Model 309A. That's another $109. Take in shipping, taxes, you're looking at 600 bucks to get going. And this price puts this mic, which is a great mic, out of budget for a lot of people. But there's an alternative. If you've got an RE20 or something else, I think this is worth a watch. I've got a video linked. What this guy is doing is pretty clever. He's using an inexpensive shock mount. Again, not the 109 version, but I think it was eh, 25 bucks. You got a clamp. It's actually made for weightlifting supposed to attach to a barbell, hooks it onto the mic. It's got some rubber bands, whatever. I don't know. He modifies this inexpensive mount. It holds an RE20. 
think he said two of them for 50 bucks. So instead of 220, 50 bucks, hey, not bad. If you want it, it's pretty easy to do. I've got it linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. A side note on this, I'm looking around my studio, glorified walk-in closet, and I've got a lot of mods here. I think your studio is where you do your work and you need to modify it to exactly what you need to do the best work. I talked to Dan Hughley from Focusrite a few episodes ago. The entire episode was about recording, how to get the best recording. And if you want it, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, that'll get it for you. You can subscribe to the podcast, you can download it for free. But we're talking about setting up your space so you can do your best work. He said, yeah, man, I get a lava lamp. It's a lava lamp. Every recording studio has one. Every music studio. So yeah, it helps set the mood. All right, cool. I mean, if that's what you need, man, 15, 20 bucks, it's easy to do. Little things like that. Make your space comfortable. I'm in a room that's five by eight. It's about 40 square feet. A lot of people don't like this kind of space. I think it's closed off. I want a bigger space. Okay, make a bigger space, man. Do what you need to do to create the best work. That's what I think is great about this attitude. Don't think you have to use something right out of the box. Don't think that you have to do everything everybody else is doing. Set up your studio like them, make it look like them, whatever. You do you. Whatever makes you comfortable. I've got more thoughts, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Snowed in and podcasting. Last week in Nashville, it was raining all week. But that was a nice break from the eight days of sub-freezing temperatures that kept me iced in all of the week before. On a positive note, Power stayed on. I had plenty of time to get online, buy a lot of microphones. <laughs> I kid. I want to give you a heads up on this if you're looking to buy a new mic. I've been talking about Electro Voice RE20. That is one of the two most popular radio mics. The other one, the Shure SM7B. There is another mic. It is a lower end mic in a lot of ways, but it is a better mic in a lot of ways. That is the Shure SM58. This is a mic that you're going to see in comedy clubs and music clubs. It is very reliable. It is the number one selling mic in the world. It is a great mic. I've got one in my bag right now. It is a great live mic. It is a great podcasting mic. And if you're ever looking at these, I want you to be aware you need to order these from an authorized dealer. Amazon, Sweetwater, Guitar Center, somebody that you know is going to have the official product. Because it's the number one mic in the world, there are a lot of counterfeits and the counterfeits are very good. You might get one of these and not even know until you are doing a recording and the thing fails on you. And I've got a counterfeit Shure mic also here next to me. It is almost indistinguishable from the real one, even when you open up and you look at the inside. And I'll tell you how I got caught on this one. I saw it on eBay, and it was a good deal, but not a great deal. So instead of $99, the retail rate, I might have gotten it for 70, 70, maybe 80. So I saved a few bucks. I was like, okay, cool. This guy's yeah, brand new, shipped to you, no problem. And he did. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, the number one mic in the world, somebody's just selling one. He knows what he's got, not going to let it go too cheap. Anyway, it was a counterfeit. So anyway, be aware of it. I've got links about all this, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads for you, Swell AI. Automates writing podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. You can manage multiple shows in one dashboard. Each show that you do, you can have a custom template. It will connect with Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. It makes episode notes for your podcast and also article writing related to your podcast. Very easy. You can get started for free. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Audio. Did I say it? Maybe audio. A-U-D-I-I-O. Two I's. 
If you need music for your podcast, you can explore thousands of high-quality songs that you can use royalty-free. New music is added daily. Audio. (laughs) The link at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you want the shortcut to building a podcast that people care about, here is how I can help you free of charge. I've got a daily newsletter. It's called Big Podcast Daily. Short daily emails to help you build an audience, attract clients, and make money via podcasting. Also, the Podcast Growth Toolkit. This is a Swiss Army knife of podcasting. This is going to help you get your titles down. This is going to help you get your formatting down. This will help you get your music licensing and guest clearance down. Both of these are free. I've got them linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you've got a budget, eh, around $750, Big Podcast AMP audio monetization program, personalized coaching for indie podcasters. Is that you? All right, let's talk about it. I'm going to help you grow your podcast audience, build your authority, brand, and reputation. You paid a lot more for a lot less. I've been doing this for a long, long time. Before I was actively working with podcasters, I spent years in the music industry, and that's exactly what I would do. I would help them build authority, get people to their shows, sell music, fill seats, make money with their recorded messages. I do the same thing now for podcasters. It is called Big Podcast AMP Audio Monetization Program. You can find out more at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to Build a Big Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed and never miss an episode. To do that, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. When you go there, I've got three buttons for you. One for Android, one for iPhone, one gets you the RSS feed. There's a QR code that you can scan. Instantly subscribe to Build a Big Podcast and never miss an episode. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe makes that happen. Go there now before you forget. And I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.